the Next In Line podcast where we are helping prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I'm your host, Chance Pitts, and I would like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, first and foremost, if you receive value from this episode, please make sure you are sharing the show with like-minded individuals who might be able to get that same kind of value. That's the best way for us to grow. <clears throat> We're real grassroots here. We don't do any kind of advertising or anything like that. So you sharing the message that we have here with other people is the best way for us to grow. Now, there is another way for us to do that. You can subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And you can also leave a rating or review on that platform as well. Uh, I think we're up to about 17 reviews on Spotify, which is awesome. That means that we are going to pop up a little bit quicker in the search results for self-help and personal development than some of the other shows that haven't received those ratings. So thank you all so much to everybody who has done that as well. Lastly, guys, you're going to want to make sure that you are following us on social media as well. If you are, you know that we uh, have kind of upped our game here lately with the GoPro and a couple of other tools that I've started using. But you also know that we are just now getting back from Southern California. I've got some in-laws over there. My wife's family is out in Apple Valley, California. Uh, Some awesome, awesome people. A great experience, a great time. We got to do a lot of different things. But I kind of wanted to lead into the topic I wanted to speak with you all about today with that story. So guys, we hopped off the plane in Los Angeles at LAX, and it was one of those things where, you know, we had preconceived notions about what kind of people we were going to run into in California, of course, being from Texas, and what we hear about that interesting state over there. Uh, However, I got to say, guys, it was really cool. It was really neat. There was a lot of neat and nice people there. Uh, There were some people that were just fun to talk to, and... Nobody was really outright malicious about anything. Of course, being myself, I wore my Black Rifle Coffee Company shirt, um, and nobody even said anything or gave me a second look at that. So kind of a little bit different than I expected to step off the plane and see right off the bat. But it's just part of it, guys. It's a learning experience and getting to see that that's not the place I fully expected it to be. So with that, we jumped in the bus, headed to the rental car place, and... When we got the rental car, we drove about two and a half hours into the desert, guys, over to Apple Valley. So as soon as we stepped out of the car over there, I could see that there was a truck with a bunch of toys, side-by-sides, and four-wheelers on the back of it, loaded and ready to go. And as soon as my feet hit the concrete in the driveway... They were asking me if I was ready to roll. So, guys, we grabbed the GoPro, we grabbed a couple of other things we needed to get, and loaded up. So we decided we were going to the desert to go run around on side-by-sides and four-wheelers, guys. And if you don't know what a side-by-side is, it's a UTV. It's like a dune buggy. Uh, it's a little bit less extreme version of like a Baja truck and those trophy trucks and those crazy things that they run out there through the desert. A lot of people get those, and they run them up and down the trails at pretty high speeds. And the suspension on them is just built immaculately. They're a next-level kind of thing that allows you to just run over pretty much whatever you want as long as you're in control and just have a great time. It's it's really scary at first, but it's a very exciting and fun thing. And it was my uncle-in-law and my brother-in-law and myself that were out there going and having a good time in the desert. And guys, as soon as we got to the desert, we got everything unloaded, fueled up, ready to roll. We got the rundown on what we were doing and what kind of safety stuff we needed to know about because it is a really dangerous thing to be involved in out there. 
but we pretty soon got all strapped in, got the helmets on, and it was time to roll. And guys, I tell you, we were flying across the desert. We were running through all these different highly utilized trails. They had big washes in them. They call them whoops out there. If you haven't looked into that, I encourage you to do so. It's a pretty awesome thing. But we were even out there cutting new trails of our own, guys. It was truly an amazing experience. And it was like nothing I'd really ever done riding before. <clears throat> we were kind of in between that line of uh, we're going to die and uh, this is the best thing I've ever done in my life. So somewhere in a happy medium between those two feelings in my head. And we're going through all kinds of ruts and bumps and like I said the whoops out there. And there's a bunch of twists and turns and it seemed like we were moving at just these crazy high speeds even though we were probably only running about 40 miles per hour. But 40 miles an hour over what would be essentially ditches here in South or Central Texas just over and over and over after each other. Think about running through a very rough uh, agricultural field or cornfield or something like that with some different tiers and, and systems in there as well for drainage. It would be just this crazy thing to do with any kind of normal side-by-side or four-wheeler that I'm used to running in. But like I said, these things are built for those things, and we had a great time. We even ran up some pretty much cliff faces, some sides of mountains and, and rocks that were crazy. We got into rock climbing and uh, running up those hills that were way steeper than I thought we had any business going up to. But, you know, we got to the top of every single one. We made it up no problem. And when we got up there, guys, we got to see some beautiful places that showed off all the different miles and miles around us of the Southern California desert. And we could see, like I said, for miles and miles in every single direction. It was just this beautiful, beautiful scene of landscape out there that really wasn't what I expected to see out there at all. But quickly we came back down from the peaks up there, all that rock climbing and fun adventurous stuff. And we went back to running those crazy trails just speeding through the desert and having a great time and then we were able to go out and uh, we caught this little place on the trail that we stopped into it was a little bar called slash x and it's out there in the middle of the desert and it's got all these different trails that run around it and into it and everything like that and the coolest part about it was there was actually utv and side-by-side -side trails that ran right up to the front door of the place and you could ride your utv in there your side-by-side -side, and go get you a bite to eat, grab a beer, whatever you wanted to do. And we were actually able to grab lunch there. And it was just really, really awesome experience with some cool people and a really cool little atmosphere. And guys, with my uncle-in-law driving, we probably tore up the desert for about three hours or so, four hours out there. And had a fantastic time. But when we got back to where we parked the truck originally, that's when all the real fun started. My brother-in-law and myself had never really ran machines like this before. We definitely never drove them across anything like what we were facing. I mean, sure, I grew up with four-wheelers, and I grew up running some trails. We went up to Arkansas a couple of times and did some really fun stuff. Uh, we've taken them out to the dirt bike tracks and done some, done some interesting things, but... It was nothing like this. Like I said, guys, if you go to YouTube and look up Baja trucks or, or the trails over in uh, Southern California, you can see a little bit of what we were doing out there. And, of course, it was a little bit slower speeds than what you'll probably see a lot of those guys doing. But it was an adventure all its own. And, guys, I'll try to also put some video up. I got some with the GoPro while we were out there running around. So I'll see if I can't get something edited up and thrown out this week for y'all on that front as well for YouTube. So make sure you're checking us out on YouTube if you haven't done so as well. 
But guys, like I said, it was the first time ever running anything like that in an environment like that. And when it was our turn to get behind the wheel and go have some fun with it, there was absolutely no hesitation from either of us. We drove this thing like we stole it, guys. We were flying through these trails, and we were cutting through these miles and miles of the Southern California desert, and it was a freaking blast. We were running up hills, we were cutting new trails, and we were moving all across the OHV recreational area, which the OHV is a area that's set aside for off-roading over in Southern California as well. Uh, it's a really neat thing that they do out there. But guys, we were hauling ass through the desert is what we were doing. And, you know, the whole time we're just sitting there, we're two grown men who have careers, have uh, wives, he's got a son already, and we're just sitting there giggling like little girls the entire time. We're having the time of our lives. And somewhere in all that rush of excitement and the fact that we knew that if one thing went wrong, if we made a wrong move, a single wrong turn, that we'd probably both end up dead, I found myself thinking about a quote. And of course, that's really like me, if you know me, kind of getting philosophical on some of those things. People always used to make fun of me and laugh at me in high school because I love motivational speaking. I love quotes and things like that. But it fits right in that as we're this close to the brink of death, just running around the desert doing dangerous things, I thought of this quote by Jordan Peterson. And if you don't know who Jordan Peterson is, guys, I encourage you to look him up. He's a an incredible modern-day philosopher. Uh, he has done a ton of great things for a lot of men, and he's helped me accelerate my own development in a ton of different ways as well. But the quote he says goes something like this. If you want your kids to learn, you can't interfere when they're doing dangerous things carefully. That's the only place that they develop. And with that mindset that we're all someone's kid, I think we should all look at that quote there, the doing dangerous things carefully, and really think about the opportunities that we have within our own lives. We need to think about the risks that we could take. And the risks that we would take if we knew that we had a good shot of coming out the other side in a good place. Let me share a little story with y'all guys. This is the story of a girlfriend that I had in high school. We all met under pretty normal circumstances like the small town goes. Uh, we were going out to a little dance hall locally to uh, go see Kyle Park, I think at the time, and we all ran into each other. And... I didn't really think anything of it, but we danced several times and just enjoyed ourselves, and uh, I think I got her phone number, but then never really came of anything. And then a couple years later, I ran into her in dual credit classes in high school for college. So we really hit it off, and we started dating, uh, went through the whole high school sweethearts thing, went to prom, all that good stuff, and we really thought that, honestly, we would probably end up married whenever it was all said and done. Now, obviously, I'm taking some risks saying this. If my wife's listening, I'm sorry, babe. I'm glad it ended up with you, and that's actually the moral of the story, so just stick around. But back to the story, guys. I had planned to go to the same school as her. I planned to stay with her through college, and we planned on staying together and trying to get a life started together. But... As we got closer and closer to that deadline, closer and closer to starting school, I realized that is not what I wanted at all. 
I really wanted a shot at getting into Texas A&M. That had always been a dream of mine. It was something that I had never really spoken to other people about before, but it was a goal in my head. So as we were sitting at a livestock show in Bryan, Texas, about a week before classes started, I decided last minute to apply to Blinn which most people use as a stepping stone to get into Texas A&M University for whatever reason. And now, mind you, I was already signed up for classes at MCC in Waco. And it just didn't feel right, guys. It was one of those things where I just decided to take a shot in the dark. And the next week... I ended up getting accepted to Blinn. Now, that's no hard feat, but it also worked out really well that I had friends down there just happened to be looking for a roommate. And a week after that, guys, I was moved in in College Station. So within two weeks, I had drastically altered the course of my life, not just in the educational sense, but in my relationship sense as well. And that decision, along with several other personal demons that I was fighting at the time, guys, and trying to work through... I had to overcome many, many things with myself and work on myself, um, but that those many things that I had to overcome and that decision ended up actually ending our relationship, and that's something that really killed me for a very long time, guys, but I think it was a very important thing to go through, and talking with the guys this weekend also, I think there's kind of a, kind of a general sense around this as well as... People have to go through hard things. I think guys especially, they have to have a big screw-up in their life at least one time so that they can figure things out. They have to screw it up with a girl. They have to screw it up with the law. They have to get their ass kicked in some way. And they have to have hard consequences of the situation that they find themselves in that will teach them the very important lesson of how to get through that and how to overcome and the changes that they have to make in their lives. And it goes back to that same learning through danger that Mr. Peterson talked about, that quote that we shared at the beginning. And I think that that relationship ending and going through that process and making this decision was a huge learning moment, was a huge risk moment in my life that changed the trajectory of it. It helped me get back on the right track and get focused on what was important in my life. And that was eventually being able to work hard enough to get accepted into Texas A&M. And if it wasn't for me taking that last minute risk and deciding to move to College Station and throwing a wrench in that relationship and all the plans that we had around that, I never would have found my wife. So there you go, babe. There's a shout out. But also more than that, guys, I would have never met some of the great friends that I have still to this day. I never would have had any of the career opportunities that I had for myself. I would have been on a completely different path, not sitting here in San Antonio today. And last but not least, guys, I wouldn't have all of these hard knock lessons that have served me all throughout my life every single day. And they continue to serve me. And it all came from taking that one single risk. So guys, make sure you get out there and you take risks. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and do something stupid or get hurt. But guys, you got to get out of your comfort zone. That's where the growth happens. That's where learning happens, that doing dangerous things carefully. Remember, there is no reward that is worth getting without taking a risk. Think about some of the great risk takers that we've had in the past, guys. Think about the founding fathers and the risk that they took. The fact that they put their lives on the line to give us the opportunity to have a place with freedom and opportunity like we have had today. Everyone in this country directly benefits from that single risk they decided to take. Standing up to the tyrannical government 
over in England. And then, guys, next, think about Bill Gates. Bill Gates dropped out of Harvard. He was two years in to decide to found Microsoft. That is a huge thing. You know how hard it is to get into Harvard, guys? And he decided to walk away two years in because he believed in himself. He took a risk, and it paid off. And honestly, a lot of us are benefiting from that today. I can't tell you how many of us have benefited from that and the impact he's had on the technological world as a whole. Next, guys, another guy who's huge, huge in the news right now, Elon Musk. Now, everybody knows that he owns Tesla. He's got all these different companies. He's working, or he just bought Twitter, and he's working on doing some things in Texas with Governor Abbott, I believe, as well. As we speak, guys, he's a huge, big deal. But did you know that he was on the verge of bankruptcy? He decided to launch a fourth rocket after three previous failed attempts. Instead of walking away with the money that he had, he put everything he had into one more launch of his rocket with his company. And it was a success. Rather than having a fourth failure, he came through. And it was a huge risk to not take that money and do something different with it. But he decided to do it at the risk of bankrupting himself. And he came out on the other side in a very, very good spot, I'd say. Guys, another risk from the big corporate part of the world would be Jeff Bezos. Now, everybody knows he's the owner or leader or CEO, whatever you want to call it, of Amazon. But did y'all know that he had a very comfortable Wall Street job? I believe he was a vice president of a firm over there in New York City as a young man. And he chose to walk away from a very, very high-paying career and start an online bookstore. And now this is a bookstore that came out whenever online shopping was not a huge thing yet. Guys, he took a massive risk and he ended up getting to a very, very great place because of the risk he took whenever times did not seem ideal for that risk. All of these guys took great risk, guys, that paid off in the end. And I know that most of y'all are probably sitting here thinking that these are some kind of extreme case of taking risks and having the payoffs. But I do want you to think about how all of these men were guys just like you and I before they decided to take this great risk and move themselves into these positions. All it took was this one big decision that got them moving in the right direction. But guys, if you're still not convinced based off those big stories, let me get a little bit more personal with y'all. My life changed when I started taking a lot of risks, guys. I know you just heard that first story from me, but there's a couple more. And yeah, it's on a lot smaller scale than those big rich guys, Elon Musk, Bezos, and all those other cool cats that have done some amazing things in their lives. But guys, I took my risks that paid off as well. I risked being laughed at whenever I was this undisciplined fat guy that decided to say he was going to do 75 hard to a very fit group of people. I risked being made fun of whenever I showed up for those 75 days to the gym as a fat guy every single day. But the risk paid off, guys. Now I'm mentally stronger than I've ever been before. I've ran three ultra marathons, And not to mention I'm 65 pounds lighter than when I started. I'm also much healthier and I know that the people around me, my friends and family, don't worry about the bad habits I had, whether it was drinking or eating or whatever it was that was not conducive to a healthy lifestyle that I used to have going on for me. Another example of this risk, guys... 
My wife and I decided to walk away from two very good jobs with promising career paths over in Houston with a heavy equipment dealer. We wanted to explore opportunities that were closer to family back here. But I can tell you right now, guys, that I've had more opportunity in my career and with my personal life since I've made that move and since we've made that move than we ever have had in Houston. It was something that we had to do. We had to step away. We had to get out on the ledge and decide to take the risk so that we could bring new opportunities and better situations into our lives. And guys, that all happened whenever we decided to look at what was possible instead of just telling ourselves why everything we wanted to do and why these decisions we were considering were impossible. We had to do dangerous things carefully. That's going to be the theme throughout this whole entire thing, guys, that one quote. And I think many of us get away from doing that very thing. As kids, we don't know anything better, guys. So we take our bikes out and we ride them way too fast and we build ramps and we try to jump over things and we risk being hurt just to try to answer that question. What if? What if I do this this way? What if I decide to make this decision? What happens? But guys, as adults, we've lost that. Our bike is rusty and it's dusty and it's up there hanging in the garage. And the only time we even consider breaking it out is to give the kids a little glimpse as to what kind of risk taker we used to be. To show them that we once also had that risk taker inside of us just the same as them. But somewhere over those past years, guys, we've lost that risk-taking ability. We let it sink deep down inside of us somewhere, rarely to ever show itself again. We buried it under that new job promotion or the kids that we had or getting married or the little too close call we had one time that scared us a little bit. And we let that part of us get pushed deeper and deeper down into our souls, guys, until it was hidden from sight. But guys, let me let you in on a little secret. It may have gotten pushed down deep inside there, but it didn't get kicked out. It's still down inside you guys. It's waiting for you to find it. It's waiting for you to use it. And you've wanted to use it. You've wanted to take risks, to get outside of your comfort zone, to do something different. But you've always made excuses. You've always let society control you and tell you that it wasn't the thing you needed to do. You've always been too busy or you've had too much going on. Or you're too young to do something like that. Or you're too old to do something like that. Whatever it is that you've decided you can't do, you've validated it with a slew of excuses. But guys, guess what? We all have obstacles. We all have obligations. We all have a reason not to do something. But it's when you find the reason to do something that makes all the difference. And guys, I've never felt more free than whenever I've taken those risks and made the decisions to try something new in my life. Now, whether that's just something as simple as flying through the desert on a side-by-side, risking dying just for a little bit of a thrill, or as complex as making a decision that risks drastically changing the entire course of my life, those risks are the things that excite me. Those risks are the things that set me free. It's what lets me know that I'm actually alive and not just existing. So guys, as we shut down the show for today... I want you to evaluate the risks in your life, the ones you've taken and the ones you haven't taken. And I want you to ask yourself this right now with the life you are living. Am I really alive? 
or am I just trying to survive? Guys, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Next in Line podcast. Thank y'all so much for checking us out on social media and sharing the show with like-minded individuals. Please make sure you are doing whatever you can to keep moving in the right direction. We love to help. If we can do so, do not hesitate to reach out, guys. We're here to support you. We're here to motivate you. And always be prepared for whatever is next in line.